There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. I guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Josh is off with his son, and today and tomorrow he's going to be at uh, Sleepaway Camp or whatever it is they do there in Minnesota. They're going to be having some good time. I hey, man, I tell you what, the biggest thing I miss is in the whole world is when you're with your kids, doing those things, taking yourself out of your daily life, sleeping in cots and tents, and doing things that. You know, it's it's up it's what's it's the things that brings those memories back to them when they're older and they're able to do those things. So that's why, you know, hey, go do it, man. Enjoy yourself. Do those things. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world around us that we don't have to worry about. Um, you know, worry about those things all the time. Let's go take those times off. Now, Friday, I will be uh, on my way to Oregon. We're going to be speaking at a constitutional event there. And let me tell you, there's some big big goings on uh, there in. In uh, Idaho and also in Portland, or not in Portland, but in Oregon, especially on the west side of Oregon, they are actually working on legislation and going through the exact process to take themselves out of Oregon and make themselves part of Idaho. People aren't paying attention to this. There's a lot of victories going on. And the sad part of it is the trumpets, the clanging cymbals, the banging gongs, those that have no love in their heart, are those out there disparaging and tearing down others? And guys, I wish we would all pay attention to some of these words of wisdom that we have right in front of us. When we talk about wisdom, we talk about love, we talk about understanding, discernment. These words mean something, and I don't think we use them in a way we should. And the sad part of it is, I will go out on a limb here, and I will bet you, I'll bet you, there's a lot of preachers out there, that ain't, they're not going to walk on that territory. Oh no, they'll tell you you're a sin. You got a sin list, and there's things you need to take care of, and you need to, you know, make sure you live in fear. But imagine this: imagine if you took that same message that is pounding the pulpit, beating the pulpit over and over again. That 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 whole thing of, you know, make sure and get your sin list correct, get your life right. Don't be thinking them thoughts. Well, if I spent more time in the positive, and I got outside of the ego, and I was actually working on me and doing selfless things, that sinless suddenly suddenly just doesn't seem to have that same depth, but also the same emphasis, and it doesn't rule my life, and it doesn't make me live in fear. And too many times we watch ourselves running around, and we don't live in the power that we know is ours. We know that we have power. We know we have amazing things. But there's a whole other thing going on here where we have evil has somehow infiltrated itself into us and got us to start resonating, living in the negative energy of fear. And there's misuse of frequencies, there's misuse of words and terms and emotions, and the sad part of it is is we have fallen victim to it, and we don't have to. But what we're really going to find ourselves seeing is that Oregon is going to lose about the same amount of territory as that bottom part of Idaho. You know, Idaho has that uh, smokestack effect where there's that little bottom squarish part, and then it kind of you know goes way up north there. 
Well, if you kind of think of, if you just kind of take the east side, uh, you take Idaho and you take that east side and you flip it to the west side, well, that's about how much territory that Idahoans, uh, past Oregonans or what Oregonans or Oregonans are gonna, they're gonna, we're gonna flip flop, and you're gonna see this in a real way. Now, I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think it's this is part of us correcting and and correcting the behaviors of our public servants. But how many of you guys in western western New York, anything outside of west of Albany, how many of you guys really believe that uh, you guys are just a big old, you know, big old red state? Or no, I'm not in red state, blue state. How many of you guys really believe that? How many believe you actually are a red state? But then why aren't you guys following the same procedures that you see Idahoans and Oregonians doing? And I'm making all that up, guys. I know the right words. But this is where you guys got to understand your power, right? Your power derives from your maker, from your creator. And again, I'm not going to go down which, which church or which steeple you pray under or which knee you bend to or whether you have a, a you know, little knee board you sit down on in your Catholic church or you go and pray to the east as a Muslim or whatever it is. I'm not doing that. I'm telling you, listen, your power comes from your creator. And if you exercise that in the simplest ways, you become amazing. You become powerful. You step outside of that economy, that, that, that prison that you've built for yourself, and you make yourself separate. And you say, not today, Satan. I'm not going to live that life. I'm going to do this differently. And so many times we find ourselves you know, getting wrapped up in what they tell us is fear. Live in fear. But how come these people in how's come these people in Idaho have been able to find their power? How is it they've been having this ability to say, hey, we're not going to be part of Oregon anymore? Imagine that. We're just not going to do it. I don't want to be a part of it. And is that okay? Yeah. That's exercising your contract with your public servants. Now, speaking of public servants, we've got ourselves a little bit of a thing going on here in Arizona, a little bit of a little bit of a standoff. So this is coming out of this just came out just a couple hours ago. Abe files appeal. Now think about this. This is the Attorney General for Arizona, the state of Arizona. Abe I don't even know his last name, I don't really care, because he's a, he's an insider, deep stater. He's an establishment player. We know that just like, you know, O Hobbs is. So let's go down that path. Okay, so this Abe guy, he files an appeal against junk ruling in lawsuit over Arizona Attorney General's race that was stolen by 280 votes. Now, wait, wait, think about this. Just in this, this in this, I'm going to go with just the title of this alone. The title of this alone. This guy, the Attorney General, is claiming. <laughs> that the lawsuit was a junk ruling. And this is where he can go in and gaslight and show that you guys are the problem. Now listen to what he says. Listen how bold and, you know, very patriotic and very, you know, oh, I'm saluting and crossing, putting my hand over my heart all at the same time. I'm such a patriot here. I will continue to fight to ensure that the will of the people is honored and that our laws are upheld. In a state, this is what uh, Abe said in a statement announcing his appeal and motion to get rid of this lawsuit. Now wait, this is a situation where they're saying 
that in Mr. Abe's race that was decided by 280 votes has a significant miscount of hundreds of votes, and it was discovered in Pinal County, and this was actually fact. But listen to him. He's going to continue to fight to ensure the will of the people is honored and that our laws are upheld. He is the individual who, has, if he sees a crime, should fully investigate and expose and, tr- and cause light to be brought to truth. But he's not. Listen to what he's telling you. He's going to continue to fight to ensure the will of the people who pay me the most money so that I can do their will. Oh, wait, no, not, not the will of people. It's the Soroses. By the way, guys, go look at their donor sheet. Go look at where they fundraised at, the locations, the people that were there, the guests, where the checks came from, what packs sponsored them, where that pack money comes from. And then you'll find out exactly who he's fighting for. And then you'll know. But this is where we gaslight each other, right? This is where we do this. And then you discovered evidence of uncounted ballots and voter disenfranchisers. Hey, basically, you didn't get to vote, so you feel bad. Um, Across the state was intentionally withheld by Katie Hobbs at Abe's first trial. Oh, wait, Katie Hobbs is complicit in the crime of withholding information in a trial? This is the governor of Arizona? This is the will of the people? This is a public servant? Mmm, doesn't sound very public servant-y to me. Sounds like maybe we have ourselves a credibility problem, Miss Katie Hobbs. But I digress, you know, because you're doing the will of the people. I'm here to make sure that we shut down all disinformation that makes me look bad. There we go. Yeah, that's the part. Boy, selfishness is just rampant in the world we live in. And uh, he goes on to say, Maricopa did not prove provincial ballot information until after the trial. Information that had uh, had been timely provided, we would have been able to address those problems that we found in the trial. I mean, (laughs) if we would just... If we were just given the right information, we could have done a better job. We would have conceded the trial and said, oh, thank you for bringing this to light. But but during the trial, it wasn't presented, so obviously we need to appeal it. Now think about this. They lose because they with. They, they, they win because they withhold the information and then say they would have willfully lost if that information would have been exposed. Wait, you hold back the information on your in your camp, and you say, we sure would have done the right thing if, by golly, we would have known. Well, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about here in the Dark Delight Show. Here after the commercial coming up, we're going to talk about more of the public servants doing public servanting things. All right, guys, we'll see you in a minute. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Oh, well, are you talking about my government? My government, when their little pie hole goes... That's the lies? Well, yeah, that's how it works here. And that's a sad part is we have to really, really be so discerning in a time like this. Well, anyway, that article goes on to talk about how, you know, nothing to see here, folks. I mean, we had evidence that would have obviously overturned the election, but, you know, it, it just wasn't presented to us. 
even though we were the ones hiding it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're you're that you're that silly. So I mean that stupid. That's really what I mean. You keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. That makes you stupid, folks. We keep doing this. We think if we vote, if we just don't hold them accountable, they'll get better. If we just let kids run wild, they'll find discernment in their heart. That's why they have holes and pieces of metal and tattoos on their face and pink hair. I mean, this is ridiculous, folks. Think about the things that we're up against here. Well, you remember that little thing that we talked about yesterday, me and Josh? We talked about some guy from the Second World War who just happened to be one of the most he creepy, deepy, oopy, ooky, oopies, gross people on Earth, happens to be presented in front of the Canadian Parliament. Well, you Canadians up there, you guys have got some explaining to do because um comes to find out Yaroslav uh, Hunka, Hunka or whatever... I don't care what his name is. He's a he's a horrible person, so we'll just move on. But this guy bothered to go ahead and follow orders and kill and arrest and maim and destroy lives for quite a while. Sounds familiar, like policy officers that go around and just making sure that we'll get every criminal in the ditch or we'll flip their car trying. Careful how far we want to go, folks. Be careful how hard you wag your finger at the criminals because anybody who's broke a law, ordinance, or guideline sidewalk infractions, you know, you went over the posted CB limit, even though you weren't caught, you are a criminal by definition, so don't get on your high horse and tell me that you look down at your nose at those that are criminals. But here we have a person who killed people purposely and had the choice to walk away, but didn't. Made a living out of it. Well, um, Zelensky... Uh, yo, yo, Z man, Mr. $200 billion man. He's killing it, by the way. He's making more money than anybody else. I mean, he is absolutely slaying this. Even giving 10% back to the big guy, he's still got to be making a lot of money here. Well, he went out and made a stamp for the guy. Uh, that's right. The postal service within Ukraine has that gentleman's image on it. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and do that. Heroes don't die. That's what Ukraine put on their stamp. Heroes don't die. So this guy is now wanted by, oh, I don't know, some country for extradition because he just happens to have committed these crimes in a said country that doesn't want to get involved in Ukrainian war. Imagine that. Um, well, uh, this, is a, this, is a, this is an issue that we need to address here, folks. Uh, the, the, the title of it says heroes don't die. Let that settle in for a moment. Well, uh, why did Zelensky, a Jew order, um, a pre-production of a stamp celebrating a retired member of the Wathen SS as a hero before he showed up in Canada? Didn't he happen to know that that guy just happened to, was going to kind of be there guys. Um, this is going to get worse than we thought. And I do believe that we're going to go ahead and find the parliament. Uh, a uh, what, what's the who's the what, are they, what do they call the guy, the head of the parliament, parliament, the speaker of their parliament or house or whatever it is? Well, I think this individual is going to end up taking one for the team, meaning that he's going to go ahead and step down and resign. But what I want you to do is I want you to find or follow him in his golden parachute descent. Just like Mrs. Uh, remember, get back a uh, circle back to you, uh, Jen Z Zasky or Zowski, the redheaded chick, and the that whole you know the remember that lady who did the press conference stuff, the circle back chick. 
Remember, I'll circle back to you. Remember her? Well, she has a little show, and she's gotten Aunt Hillary and a few other people to come on her show, and she's just doing her best. Well, MSNBC gave her a podcast, so she couldn't have done that alone, that alone by herself. She needed a corporation to help her set up her mic and studio equipment, and she now does a podcast. But isn't it funny that she's making probably more money than the people that are on The Morning Joe? Not really. The Morning Joe lady makes almost twice what the Morning Joe guy makes. So the Morning Woman Joe, or Morning Woman, she makes twice what the Morning Guy makes. But yet women don't make as much as men. But she's been doing it half as long as the guy. I don't know. Obviously, she's the best part of it. Anyway, going back here, I think what you're going to find is that the the prime the uh, whoever the speaker of the house is that the guy who does or the parliament speaker whatever his position is. They're going to go ahead and give him a nice little golden parachute. He's going to find his way out, and um, that's going to find him. He's going to find a real nice little sweet little radio job or a podcast job or a media job or oh, he'll become a uh, you know some type of a, a you know some type of a an envoy individual. He'll he'll head up a group or a committee, and he'll continue to get his paycheck because this is him being sacrificed. He put himself out there because they needed to bring this guy because this is a sacrifice thing they do. They parade these people out in front, and then that's where they expect you guys to just eat up, just gobble it. It's fine. Don't worry about that Justin Trudeau happened to go ahead and pull up a Waffen SS hero. Uh, that's that's fine. That's that's a thing. Guys, when we I tell you that we lost the World War, Second World War, I think that's really hard for a lot of people to understand because we really believed as Americans because we wanted to be the winners. We wanted to be the difference makers. We wanted to say that we fought back evil, but what we did was we brought evil home to us. We saw an opportunity. We jumped on the side of the winner, and uh, you said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we get to say we won, but we'll bring all your people into our country. Guys, if you don't think I'm being honest about this, go look up Paperclip. And here's what I'm telling you. They were willing to tell you that there was 1,100 or 1,500 supposed high-level scientists and leaders within the German army that were brought to America and put into our government and scientific entities across this country, including universities, education systems, and local governments. If I told you that I know firsthand, I seen the evidence myself, that in Muskogee, Oklahoma, which is on the west I'm sorry, on the east end of Oklahoma by Arkansas, Muskogee, Oklahoma, there by Tahlequah, Oklahoma, where I used to float when I was a high schooler. I used to go down there and do float trips and the tubes and canoes and all that good stuff. That in Muskogee, Oklahoma was the largest concentration camp of German soldiers. And at the end of the war, they opened the gates and the German soldiers walked into America. Now, the remnants of those barracks, those barracks, those Buildings they had they had there, which housed thousands of German soldiers. Those German soldiers, at the end of the war, walked out free. They weren't sent back to Germany. They weren't put into another type of prison system or a concentration camp or another anything or taken to other places to let them hold be held for cr crimes against humanity. No, no, no. At the end of the war, Muskogee, Oklahoma, they just just east of Muskogee, Oklahoma, across the river there. They let all these guys walk out into middle America. And guys, we sit around and we wonder why it is some 
decades and decades later, a 98-year-old man who just happens to be one of the, the largest or you know most well-known wanted criminals on earth is paraded in front of the Canadian Parliament. Now you don't think that that's that that was you think that you do you believe that was an accident? Do you believe that that was an okay thing to? I mean, really? That's they didn't do a background. They didn't check the guy's ID. They didn't do a. Hey man, maybe we ought to Google this guy. Maybe we ought to you know, Google him. Let's see what let's see what's out there. The sad part of it is, is that there's a lot of people that. When it comes time to do those things, they don't do it. And then other times, people dig up stuff that is completely irrelevant or factually not accurate and then try to publicly persecute that individual. We have an individual with a known history. Zelensky celebrates him in front of the Canadian Parliament. And yeah, well, I like I said, I think you're going to find the old um, the Parliament president or whatever his name is, the Parliament speaker. He's going to end up going and have to step down. And go find himself another cushy government job. By the way, a lot of these guys that, that leave, they get lifetime income. So a lot of you people are like, oh, he had to step down. He had to resign from being a senator. By the way, guys, when you're vested already, yeah, you're, you're already going to get your retirement. You're going to get your lifetime medical. And you're going to get all those things because, yeah, they set the rules for themselves. If you turned off the money flow, if you turned off the insurance, if you turned off the special treatment that these tools get, there would be a lot less selfish, self-centered, ego-driven, narcissist, sadomasochist running for office. And all those titles, you can put them on about anybody out there. You would find that a lot of these guys would run for the exit if the money flow stopped. If you took the money out of government... If you took the fun, fun stuff like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to get some insider training and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I get to fly here and fly there. If you took all that out of there, suddenly that line going there, those powerful people who have already got money, who are already connected, who know they'll get elected because they're going to go in the establishment way, suddenly that line gets really, really small. And we start getting public servants who have the will of the people and the best interest of a country in their hearts. And when you have love in your heart for your country, you are no longer a clinging symbol, clanging symbol or a banging gong. You have frequency. You have resonance. You become powerful. The more you give of yourself, the more you become amazing. Well, we got a commercial break coming here at the bottom of the hour. If we go through this, guys, remember, we're in this together. We can do it if we draw together and bind together. We'll be right back here in a couple minutes. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Light Show. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. You guys, listen, this is this is it. I mean, we're giving you we're giving you their playbook. So I'm giving you all the cheat codes and all the things that they're doing, the things that are going on. I did have an email come through from Joanne, uh, Joan, is it Joan? Joanne Beecher. And uh, she she was asking about the, um, the $2,200 a month that was coming to the migrants that, you know, migrants because, you know, they're migrating because that's what we call them. Not illegal residents, not illegal aliens, meaning that they do not belong here and they've entered themselves in here illegally. Yeah, why well, use the right word for this? They're called migrants because they're migrating from the dangerous areas of the world, like the prison they were living in. Anyway, that's a whole other thing, too. A lot of these southern countries have emptied their most heinous prisons and sent these people to America. She says, uh, 
Uh, what about this $2,200 a month uh, payment and who, what bank handles this? Well, the most of this is direct deposited from the government itself. So my, my question is, what bank actually handles the government's money? And who actually profits from being able to hold those billions or trillions of dollars? Yeah, right. It's all fake money. Anyway, uh, though they get that direct deposit uh, in a debit card. They get a little card from the federal government. And I'm sure there's a Bank of America. Those guys usually are the first ones in there. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. You'll find those guys are usually the ones that hold the money. Now, sometimes they'll bring those down to a subset corporation like a chime or something like that because they don't want to be directly, directly related to it, but that's the thing. And then also the cell phones, yes, they have ability to track all those cell phones, but again, uh, Obama, remember Uncle Uncle Barry, he was the one that gave away cell phones first. Remember, he was being Santa Claus when he ran against Nitt Romney, and he was giving out free cell phones for all and internet speeds at, uh, for free. Remember that whole thing? So again, this is a this is how we do it. We do they do the continuation of that, and then the free medical is just part of. They get a card, and uh, they're getting an ID that looks similar to a passport than it does a driver's license or a state ID. So they're getting a type of government ID that is not like ours. It doesn't look like ours, but has the pertinent information that whoever receives that card is able to give them medical attention. Uh, for free and if it billed to the government at whatever level they want. So that's a big deal there for those guys. And, and it's good stuff. I mean, why not? Uh, going on uh, to the news of the day here, let's let's go ahead and keep you guys on the pain train. I was going to let you guys off, but who wants to do that? Let's just keep the old pain train. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about that. This is a cool one. I really like this. This is neat. Author of School District's most challenge LGBT book speaks out. This individual says parental rights really anger me. Well, maybe we should soften that so that person doesn't have to be angered anymore. Uh, anyway, so it, t- it tells us something when a person who is too confused to figure out their own gender wants to uh, substitute his judgment uh, for the judgment of millions of parents. And this is actually a real thing. Now, see, what they're trying to do is they're trying to say that we're banning the book. We're not banning the book. We're just limiting the access to children under the age of discernment, the ability to make decisions. Do you know kids under the age of seven and eight years old still believe that you look like a cartoon character? They see things differently than we do in a way that if we saw it, the way they did, we would think we were on drugs. Kids live in a, uh, let's go with the word, fantasy world. They live in a world where if they do cover their eyes, you don't exist. In their mind, they believe that. And they understand that. They participate in that. That's why things to them are different. That's why things are funnier to them. That's why when they look at things and they can see things that we can't, because they haven't been... They haven't been diluted down, and they haven't built a cage for themselves yet. They haven't been told how to limit themselves. They haven't been torn apart from the power that's really inside of them. And to say that there's an individual who is actually a dude who decided to call himself Melissa is actually... Uh, that's, is that right? No, uh, no, Alex Gino is the author of Melissa, a boy, a book about a boy named George who believes he's a girl. That's a long title. Uh, what is this guy's name? I can't remember what, anyway, so 
One of the things out, uh, George Culver Community Library, it's Banned Books Week. The most challenged book of 2018 is George by Alex Gino. It was banned, challenged, and relocated because it was believed to encourage children to clear browser history and change their body using hormones and introducing a transgender charter. Well, that's exactly what it does. This is the crazy part of this. This is like, oh. So Gino, who identifies as non-binary, told Yahoo News, parental rights really anger me because what about human rights? <laughs> oh, I can't make it up, folks. This is what we do here. This is the this is the fun. And guys, this is so much fun for me. I just can't imagine doing anything else. Yay! Talking about some dude who doesn't know what he is, trying to tell kids you don't know what you are. Right? Yeah. That, well, this is what do we do here. People who are under the uh, under eighteen are human, and if you keep if you're keeping information about the world from young people, you are leaving them less prepared to learn how to be in the world. Now, why don't we do, wait? What you guys? We don't even have our history straight. We don't even have our our religion straight. We don't have our English language straight. We don't have the geology of our earth straight. We don't have climate straight. We can't even figure that. We don't. We got people out there making those things up, and then this individual sitting there talking about we're holding back information from eighteen year olds. Are you serious? Have you watched Nickelodeon? Have you watched Disney? I don't think they're missing much. I don't think people are really you know not getting the word out to the little kids. This started way back in the 90s. Remember the little mermaid and the little phallic symbol on the front of the cover of the little mermaid VHS tapes? You guys remember that? I do. My kids were little. I thought that was a great movie until I started seeing some things. And then I kind of tried to close my eyes to it, and it just got worse. And that shame on me. Shame on me for not standing up. Shame on me for not being the right dad I needed to be. And I, you know, I did change my ways, I, and I did start standing my ground on certain things. I didn't do the Teletubbies. I didn't do Barney. I didn't do all these different things because I didn't think it was appropriate. I didn't like the things I was seeing there. I really, really didn't. I was a big VeggieTales guy. We played VeggieTales music. I knew the words to most of the VeggieTales. I lost my, where is my hairbrush? I mean, I knew all those things. I knew the VeggieTales songs. I loved those. But I'm telling you, there were things in my life that, yes, I did include in my children's life. And I'm looking back, I now I wish I would have changed those. But at the same time, you know, I can't completely block them from everything. They do have to see the other side of it. But I wish I would have had the conversations. I wish I would have had the, those things. But now, I'm, you know, I'm older. My youngest is 28. I'm 52. You can do the math. I had all my kids early, and I will never change that. And I will never encourage anybody to have kids later in life. Ever. Ever. But anyway... This guy goes on to say, if my book is going to get challenged, that is to me a sign that there are more stories that I need to write. Oh, so he's challenged by this. We don't want you talking about weird stuff to kids and confusing them when they already believe that the world around them is a big cartoon. You need to tell them that their thing between their legs is wrong, or they may need to question it, or how it feels, or this or that. Yeah, well, that's, uh, this is, yeah, hmm, hmm. So, as, and, and so, I'm writing now about queer and trans kids who don't just exist, but who know each other and who have a, their own community and who get to thrive. 
if they're going to say, don't do it, then I better not tell myself not to do it. I better do it more, he added. Well, if you see the into this individual, and I go know that we're on the radio, but um, this is a, um, I'm going to use, use very, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to use this the right way. He has a very heavy chin, uh, meaning that it's very full, and uh, I, I can see the stubble on his face, and um, yeah, all right, so this is the guy trying to educate your children on what to do with their mommy and daddy parts. Cool stuff. No, no, it's good stuff. And uh, you should have your first grader reading this stuff because obviously uh, telling kids who have great and amazing imaginations what makes them so special that, by the way, when you start thinking this or that or you try to make this up, I mean, we thought we could jump off the roof with a cape and fly. Why can't we just say that our, our thing between our legs is wrong, right? Just give me some chemical hormones and, and uh, change my body, Mommy, because uh, I just think I'm a boy today, or I think I'm a girl today. <sighs> I think the estrogen-based American diet we have now is destroying our sexuality as it is, meaning that we do have a lot of chemical dysphoria in our body. And to then go and re, uh, reinforce this with some mental... Um, education into children who are very, very impressionable is a path that, guys, how do you undo that? How do you undo the lie to a child who believes that what's between their legs is wrong, that they believe what's wrong? It's wrong. It's wrong. They have to redo their life. Imagine, imagine the torment of that child who then wants to go back and say, well, maybe I was wrong. But how hard is it for the ego and, and that human spirit to say they were wrong? How hard is it for that individual to go back and retract all those things and those relationships that were damaged or destroyed or even created because they decided to do this path? How do they tell the people who they've bonded to, hey, I don't want to bond to you anymore because I don't play that game anymore and I want to go back to what God made me, what I originally was when the DNA, when the zinc aurora flashes, the, the flash of light that is created at the moment that the, that the baby is conceived, that moment, that flash, that zinc aurora, that, look it up, there's a zinc aurora flash, there's a lightning, almost lightning strike effect that happens at the moment of conception, that I need to go back and change that because that was wrong. I know what's better for me. I'm, I'm three years old. Obviously, I need to be put into dresses or I need to be put into this or that. Folks, we're going to have a lot of explaining to do when we get to the get to the other side of this whole thing. And I do believe we're going to have ourselves a mess. Guys, we have to be different. We have to be better. So we do have a commercial break coming up here. And understand that I'm not going to try to run the whole show this way. I'm going to come try to get you guys back to where we can lift off and be better. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back here in just a couple minutes. I'm Jim Price, the Dr. Light Show. See you in a minute. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Oh, that ain't working. That's the way you do it. Do it. Get your money for nothing. Get your chicks for free. Well, ah, we get the money for nothing, but I think old Hunter, he gets his chicks for cash. Anyway, that's fine. Don't worry about that. He's, uh, he's broke, remember? He lives in a $25,000 a month house in L.A. and doesn't have any money. Or wait, no, is he in New Hampshire now? 
I don't know where the marshals are keeping him some days. I think that, oh, wait, that was right. His address is his dad's house where the secret documents and the vet is stored. You know, security. That's what we do here first. Security is our first uh, priority here at the Hunter Biden laptop White House. I mean, cocaine. I mean, drugs. I mean, uh, daughter. uh, Illegitimate. Wait, no. uh, Remember we... (laughs) You know, listen, guys. If this was an individual trying to sell you a car or a roof on your house or trying to get you to wire some money so that you could unlock your your laptop or something like this, would you would this individual get a dollar or a minute's time out of you? This is this is the stupidity part of this. Like we literally giving this individual like all this conversation when the conversation is a full stop, hey, you're a tool, you've got caught own up. Let's all move on with our life. Go pay your dues. Go pay what you got to do, man. Go pay for your sins. Now, uh, this coming out of the Gateway Pundit, breaking news, Hunter receives two bank wires originating from Beijing in 2019 with beneficiary address listed. Wait for it. Oh, wait for it, folks. Well, remember, Nancy Pelosi was on Jen Kalowski's uh, little speech or her podcast thingy over the other day that there is no there is no reason for impeachment. This is all wasted time when the people need our government to maintain an open and democracy-driven economy. Bricker, 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 brick. Remember that. She said this is all of a waste of time. This is what Nancy Pelosi just last week on Jen Kalowski's or Jen Zowski's, whatever redhead names is, See, the reason I don't pronounce their name right, because they don't deserve it. Get, listen to me, folks. And I, 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 knew, I know sometimes I screw up, and I, I apologize for those times. But when I'm going around and calling her the redhead or circle back chick, it's because I don't. I, there's no respect there. The amount of lying and disrespect that she has shown to us, why should I go out of my way to, sh- to honor her and show her dignity when she is not willing to do that to us as well as the COVID stuff that we had to live through and listen to all the, dis- the things that she said? But anyway, let's go back to the title. This is just the title. I'm just going to go through the title here. This is fun stuff. This is just fun. It's fun. Hunter Biden received two bank wires originating from Beijing, China in 2019 with a beneficiary address listed as, wait for it, Joe Biden's Delaware home. Oh, you mean where the that's where the vet and the top secret documents and classified documents are stored. Behind that wooden garage door with the glass windows in it, that's the secured facility. That's how we do it here in America. Jim Price, I know you spent almost 18 years of your life building these high security design build projects where blast proofing and bulletproofing and shelter in place and all this kind of really cool technology. I know you did all that for those decades, but we know how to do it better now here in 2023. A wood garage door with some glass windows is enough for our country because we're amazing. House Oversight Chairman James Comer on Tuesday, revealed Hunter Biden received two bank wires from China. The first wire sent to Hunter Biden dated July 26, 2019. That seems very specific, as if they have evidence of an exact transaction that happened. Was for $10,000 from an individual named Mr. Wang Jing. There is a Mr. Miss, I'm sorry, there is a Mrs. Wang, I'm sorry, that's Mrs. I, I misquoted that, sorry, Mrs. Wang Jing. There is a Mrs. Wang Jing listed on the website for BHR Partners. It is unclear if the wire came from that Wang Jing, according to Fox News. 
The second wire transfer sent to Hunter Biden dated August 2nd, 2019, was for $250,000, just a quarter of a million bucks. Who cares? That's like rent for him one month. I mean, that's dinner out in New York, you know, with a couple girls he had to pay for. Uh, from a Ling Jing Shang, I'm, my Chinese is a little rusty. My Mandarin's not as good as it used to be. Ling Zhang Sheng, also known as Jonathan Lee, the CEO of BHR Partners, and Mrs. Tang Ling. The committee is trying to identify Ling's role. Uh, I just subpoenaed and obtained two bank wires revealing Hunter Biden received payments originating from Beijing in 2019 when Joe Biden was running for president. House Oversight Chairman Committee Comer told X, which is Twitter. Joe Biden's Delaware home is listed as the beneficiary address for both money wires from China. Um, I, I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm a simple guy. Maybe I, you know, I, I, I get it guys. I, I, my bulb, I mean, my light bulb maybe is not as bright as the other bulbs in the box. Maybe I'm just not a, a, you know, a brilliant colored crayon as all the other crayons in the box. Maybe I'm not as shiny and, and as sharp and as articulate as I should be. But this seems to have a little bit of a problem for the credibility of Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe seems to have, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's like this, I, I, I just can't put my finger on it why this doesn't feel right. So let's go on. Uh, bank records don't lie, but President Joe does. That's what Comer just said. Joe Biden's abuse of public office for his family's financial gain threatens our national security. You think? You, you remember he said, "I've got China under control. I'm Scranton Joe. That them no them there Chinese men. They don't have nothing on me. I'm good. I got this. I'm gonna be a big like a big hammer. I'm gonna be like the hammer in the nail. And they come up. I'm gonna pound them, boy. I'm a China. I'm a China driver. I'll just do what I want against China." Remember, that's Scranton Joe. That's the guy who said he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania, because he was there for three months as a newborn. So, yeah, that's not a lie. And remember, the guy who graduated the bottom of his law class can be president, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was like second or third from the bottom. I, I lied. I'm the liar here. Anyway, let's see. Um, what does the Bidens do with the Beijing money? Americans demand answers and deserve accountability. That was from Comer. Uh, going on here, Hunter Biden received wire originating from Beijing for more than $250,000. And uh, the high, uh, House Oversight Committee, James Comer, has been investigating the Biden business dealings and Joe Biden's alleged involvement in those ventures. Remember, they have him like 111 times, like 111. And I think it's like 111 times of him saying publicly in open speeches and to answer from the public. I never knew my son's business dealings. I have been above the fray. How dare you say that I have ever been taken advantage of or taken advantage of others. My wife's car accident was an accident. How dare you blame me for that? Sir, we didn't ask about your car, wife's car accident. Oh, you didn't? Well, that wasn't my fault either. That was a mere accident of sheer luck. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, or whatever. I didn't mean to laugh. I, You know. Guys... This isn't something like he just did this last Friday. Like he was out, had a couple too many barley pops, too many beers, did a little bit of whiskey at the end of the night, got some Jägermeister and some tequila shots going and getting a little White Claw crazy. Then he got out and maybe pushed a guy or punched a guy or 
you know, yelled at somebody too loudly. This is, this is, guy. This this guy's working on a century here. This guy's got fifty some years under his belt of doing this. This guy's got decades, and this is not something like he just did it last Friday and like, oh, you know, uh, Bobert, you know, was out on a date with a guy and someone just happened to have an infrared camera filming in a perfectly dark studio or a dark theater and able to film it. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about the fact that I think that was completely set up and she knew she had to do it as a way of showing penance for her wrongdoings. And I, guys, I think this is what they do to these folks. I think Bobert did the whole let him feel her up thing because she had to sacrifice. And I know you guys think, well, that sounds weird, Jimmy. That sounds, hey, COVID. Remember the coronavirus, the Mexican beer flu? You think they wouldn't do that to Bobert? They were killing people with COVID. Yeah, snake peptide pumps in the body. I mean, come on. You think Bobert thing is too far for you to think about? I don't understand why we got here. And I don't understand why you think it's okay to let these people do this. You know, all political power is inherent to people, and all free governments are founded on their authority. Read your Constitution. Read your Constitution. If you have not read the owner's manual of your Constitution, if you have not bothered to memorize that and install it into your heart, then you are a victim of your own doing. Do not come to me and cry me a bloody river. Oh, my voter integrity isn't working and my congressman won't listen to me and my mayor my mayor thinks I'm an idiot and the governor just does what she wants. Do you know your constitution? Have you memorized it? Do you know John 3:16? Do you know Galatians? Do you know Chronicles? Do you know all these other verses? Do you know how to to, you know, to oh, uh, you know, God created the heavens and the earth and all, you know all that stuff, right? But t- start quoting the constitution to me. You guys, you guys have this amazing document that is the contract that you have with each other. And if you don't read the contract, then how do you administer that contract? If you don't follow through with the rules and the laws and regulations that you have put forth and you don't hold those people accountable, then why should they be accountable? If you don't ever tell your child to stop crapping in the, little, in the living room floor, will your child just inherently stop until someone says, hey, weirdo, what you doing? When's the last time you said, hey, what are you doing? When's the last time you held these people accountable? You are the answer. Laws, rules, and regulations, that's the counter answer. You're the answer with the Constitution. Memorize it. Put it in your heart. Hide it there and use it every time you can. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of the Dr. Larry Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here at WYSL. Thank you so much for being a part of this family. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.